Welcome to the Wilson Fletcher Studio, a podcast compiling insights, interviews, and audio essays to help companies go from business as usual to the businesses of tomorrow. Hosted by me, Ella Bowman, Wilson Fletcher content strategist. We're here sharing another audio edition from our Future State Design series to this time ensure that you have some rules to keep you future focused. Written by Wilson Fletcher founding partner Mark Wilson, this series will help your business future-proof. We're sharing the Future State Design series articles in audio format here, but if you want more screen time, then visit medium.com forward slash the human layer to see the original content. As ever, with our audio blogs, we've updated this piece for the podcast, but we'll include the link to the original blog in the description of this one, so you can digest it as is convenient. Ready to learn some new rules? Ten hut! Seven Future State Design Rules by Mark Wilson Following our last two articles in the Future State Design series, what Future State Design is, and how to approach it with the right mindset, we wanted to give you a crib sheet of sorts, outlining the basic rules to Future State Design programs. Think of these less as rules to abide by, and more as a simple set of guide rails to ensure you think in the right way. Number one, don't look at what you do now. Not even for a moment. By thinking at all about the current state of your business, you will carry things with you that you assume have to be there because you're paying such close attention to them. You can and should look back, but only once you've figured out what shape the future might take. Only then can you figure out the gap between those two things and so map out how to get from today to a successful tomorrow. If you start with today, you'll get stuck in the past. Number two, think digital only. Assume 100% of your future customer interactions are digital. Pose yourself the question, how do we do this with no people? With this assumption in place as you design your future, when you bring people back into the equation, you'll find they are focused on much better things, more effective, efficient and qualitative work, without legacy processes and systems holding them back. The aim is not to eradicate people for the sake of it, it's to ensure that your future state experience supports the rapidly growing market of people who are digital by default with humans there to enrich and enhance. Number three, think about them. Ban any reference to how you do anything today or what you have today. This could be a rule of life even. If you find yourself talking about yourself, stop it. Think and talk about the people you're hoping to serve, your potential customers, and get into their heads. Imagine a future customer, someone you don't have any relationship with today, Someone you can't serve today, someone you'd love to be able to serve in the future. Imagine that they want something that changes how they live their life or do their work. It's harder than it sounds, but it's worth the effort because it will help you free yourself from constraints. And on that subject. Number four, think without tech constraints, ish. This one's easy. If you see that someone else is using technology in an innovative or radically new way, assume that you can too. This frees you up to think more broadly about what's possible as you don't worry about whether you can do it, only whether it can be done. Technology that's already in live use, however advanced it seems, will rapidly become mainstream. If your future is envisioned on a three-year horizon, by that point the technology you're blown away by today will almost certainly be commonplace. Saying that, try to avoid plans dependent on the widespread use of rocket shoes, even though they do exist. Think big, with a light sprinkling of common sense. Number five, imagine you're competing with everyone. The expectations of your future customers will be set by their best experiences of everything else. 
Probably the best example of this was when Apple launched the iPhone back in 2007. The moment they were in the hands of customers, they reset the expectations of a portable device experience for everyone, and they weren't even a phone company. Almost overnight, phone manufacturers were being judged by the standards of a business that hadn't previously existed in their space. Every time something launches and defines a new level of expectation for customers, it resets the bar for everybody. You compete with the world's best, not just your industry's best. Number six, get your head into future normal. It's easy to be sceptical about behavioural change. We often hear people say, that'll never happen, they'll never do that, which is a mode of thinking governed by the current state. Today's customers might not do that, but who's to say tomorrow's customers won't? We'll take the bet that they will. In any case, assuming that it has happened or that people who will never do that are, in fact, doing that, will uncover all sorts of interesting new avenues of potential behaviours that you wouldn't otherwise consider. Number seven. Finally, think about how to become an alternative to yourself. This is a real favourite. Don't just think about how you fix something or overcome a current challenge. Think instead about how you'd make your company completely obsolete. Imagine your future state business as one that has put your current company out of business. You'll do this by creating an alternative to what you do today. Not a better version, a complete alternative. When you get your head in this space, you can start to uncover all sorts of assumptions that are bound up in your current business that you can progressively sweep away. And you really start to think very differently. It's like switching the lights on, and you'll probably find you become really keen to step away from where you are today. This isn't an exhaustive list, but it's a great place to start. Future state design, done right, releases you from a whole host of current dependencies and frees you to think imaginatively about a future version of yourself. When we engage in future state design exercises, we essentially license people to think with a new set of assumptions about what is possible. Future state design is freedom from form filling, linear thinking and spreadsheets, instead harnessing lateral thinking and creativity, both of which are at the heart of real innovation. So... Ignore the usual rules and you can avoid becoming obsolete. It's not easy, but keep at it. Shedding the burden of carrying your current constraints around all the time will open up opportunities that you literally can't imagine otherwise. We hope you've been enjoying the Future State Design series so far. Next on the Wilson Fletcher Studio podcast, we'll be exploring how to design for your future customers, the ones that don't quite exist yet. It'll all make sense when you hear it. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast to keep abreast of our business design insights and more. We'd love to hear from you, whether with questions, suggestions or insights of your own. Do please get in touch with us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram or send us an email on hello at wilsonfletcher.com. Mark's article was produced by Jack Strachan and me, Ella Bowman. The podcast cover art was created by Lauren Coleman and we're grateful too to Disquantic for our theme tune. Thank you and until next time, 